I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> it has been so long since you've been here. How are you? How are things? So good. It's so good. I like forgot how to use GarageBand. I like had to brush the cobwebs off my Audio Tech 2020-10 blah, 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 microphone, hashtag, oh hashtag sponsored. I'm so good though. So happy to be back. So happy to be talking about Clayton. We're- Oh, we're thrilled to have you. Listen, uh, Lisa is just feeling a little under the weather today. She's okay. It's nothing serious. But obviously, I wanted to give her the time to just treat herself with some rest. But she has watched the episode. She had a lot of thoughts. We might hit on some of those next week when we talk again. Um, But she's doing well. But Gretchen is here to save the day. So thank you, Gretchen. We're so happy to have you. So happy to be (laughs) here. you. It's been a while. Um, Hashtag blessed. Hashtag bless. Also, we are definitely recording on Super Bowl Sunday, but I don't care about the the sports ball. So <laughs> I care <laughs> However about that shakes out, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm excited always for like Puppy Bowl commercials, yes. the halftime show, yes. snacks. Yes, I'm excited for everything yes. except the actual sports ball part. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I was kind of excited this year because there was a chance that the Cardinals were going to get through and then they didn't. And it was really upsetting. But like, that's okay. That's okay. Maybe maybe next time. But otherwise, I'm just like, yay, sports. Go whoever's supposed to win. Yay. So whoever wins. Congratulations. <laughs> Did you hear? This is really cute. Did you hear, though, about so LA Opera and Cincinnati Opera have a little bet because those are the two teams playing. Uh- Oh, so no, whoever, I did not hear about it's this. It's really cute. It's on the gram if you want to check it out. But they're they are oh betting two bottles of champagne. They're each doing Aida <laughs> this season. So they're betting two <gasps> bottles of champagne for opening night. Whichever team loses has to buy the champagne for the other company. I oh, thought that was really cute. that's cute. That is cute. Sorry, we're opera people, so we apologize <laughs> if that made no sense to you listeners. But, you know, here we are. Here we are. Um, that's that's adorable. Also, the Olympics are going right now, and I forgot how much I am a diehard for the Olympics. I love the Olympics. I watch it every day. As soon as I get home from work, I DVR that stuff, and I watch it, and I'm, like, enthralled. I can't get enough. <laughs> like, this is my, is my hashtag ugh. unpopular opinion. I think I might <gasps> be a sociopath because I don't seem <gasps> to love the Olympics as much as everyone <laughs> around me does. I just... It's just like this, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like this thing deep inside me. I don't want to see anyone fail, you know? So it's like, I'm watching figure skating and I'm like, land that quad, land it. You got this, you know? I just like, or like, oh my gosh, have you heard of the luge, Gretchen? I think that's where they like hurl themselves like feet first on on their back. Yes. Down a steep mountain. Just whoosh. Like sheer ice. Yeah, sure. And it's bananas nuts. But like there's a version of the luge called Skeleton Runs where they go face first. And I'm like, what? That's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. watching a skeleton run and like the announcers are talking oh about gosh. how like this person she like ran into a wall sort of and oh they're my like gosh. oh that's gonna co-. and they're like oh that's gonna cost her some time I'm like cost her some time what about her limbs does she what still have a pulse her- let's find that out first <laughs> before we worry about point deductions 
also like if the sport is called something that means you're deceased I don't think I want anything to do with it it's just it's frightening it's frightening but I'm rooting for every single person bungee jumping was called like the skeleton maker like I'd be like wow no thank you I'm not doing that that's not I just skeleton runs it's too much it's too much and maybe I'm even calling it the wrong thing I don't know but like it's it's a lot but I get so jazzed every Olympics it doesn't matter winter summer I'm there I am there front row center and like and then curling is just the most bizarre sport like they're just like pushing a thing down some ice and then like but not pushing it mopping. yeah it's yeah. bizarre <laughs> I, I did though. see the meme of like the um, U.S. curling team apparently was like, it's just a bunch of dads that wanted to get out of that. Like they're just the most like dopey, derpy looking guys. Just like, we're here to curl. <laughs> but like, no, I'm, I know that there's skill involved. Like I know that there's skill involved, but it's just, I can't get enough. So that's what I've been doing basically. I'm watching The Bachelor and I'm watching the Olympics. And I love it. it. I love it. That seems really balanced actually, even not good for you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. So Gretchen, what are your like overall like general thoughts of the season? Like what are what are your thoughts of Clayton, the ladies? Let me hear it. Let me have it. Let me have it. Well, I think this is pretty much everyone's consens- consensus. Like it's just kind of a stupid okay. season. Like Clayton's it is, kind but of like nostalgia. Bleh. And the like, girls are is, kind of but like <laughs> change my mind. Change like, my mind. Okay. For me, like I agree with you. However, I didn't realize how much I was missing the the nostalgia of being back in the mansion. That's true. The nostalgia of the petty drama. Except <laughs> I'm sorry. It's kind of wait, serious. Wait, can we also go back for a moment? Because this is still my favorite thing now. I believe, is the mansion historic or iconic? I can't remember, but either way, wrong. It was, I was like, I get yes. what you're going for. And I actually really support the sentiment. But no, I, I think you're taking it a pinch too far. It's like not a registered yeah. National Historic Landmark yeah. yet. Yes, exactly, exactly. But like, so there's some parts of it that I enjoy, but like on the whole, it's all kind of a giant circus. But like, I so I, I am validating your feelings. Like those are, those are valid feelings and thoughts to have, generally speaking. I approve. <laughs> My thought, remember way back when they put out the teaser of the, the girls like sobbing on the steps and like, Clayton admitting yep. that he had had sex with at least two of them. Yep. And we were all like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, why would they do that? That's crazy. And I yeah. believe on the Hungry Roses Instagram, <laughs> there was a gold star tweet that summed it up perfectly. <laughs> none of us would be watching. None of us would be watching this if we weren't just desperately waiting for that moment. That is that is the moment. That is the moment. Um and so that's why they had to put such a massive teaser out because otherwise yeah. I would have lost they know interest how to get us. many several episodes ago. So now I'm just like they holding know on. How to get us. Yep, that's it. That's why we're here. That's, that's slogging really through why we're it. Here. Logging my minutes, punching in, <laughs> punching out. Yes. <laughs> I think one of the I don't think that's the sound that that I uploaded. Makes me punch in or punch out. Uh, no, it's got to be. That, that's the official sound now, folks. Uh, that's it. Welcome to Hungry Roses. Yeah, that's it. TM, 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 Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, oh, my God. I think there was also, like, a, a tweet that I uploaded of Clayton, um, like, on the roller coaster, just screaming for dear life. And the caption was, like, me every Monday, but gearing up for another episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> 
<laughs> screaming into the void. I love it. I love oh. it. I love it. Okay. Okay. I got to get into the, not a ton of news, but I do have some boop, 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 breaking news. That's not actually breaking news. It's just Bachelor Nation news. It's a new segment we're doing. Um, and by new, I just mean new this season, but here we go. So <laughs> first up, here's something funny. Matt James. Oh my God. This man. <laughs> He went to do, he was like part of the PGA golf tournament in some way, shape or form. I don't know. But he went just to like, hey, what's up? To like pretend to like hit a ball or whatever. (laughs) And he hit it. But (laughs) sorry, I can't stop laughing. It literally flew into the crowd of camera people and hit some poor guy right in the nuts. Just hit him right in the nuts. (laughs) I was like oh no and he's like this really tall guy and so like the cam like there is video of this and he just like immediately shrinks 10 size like two 10 inches like he hunches over he's like oh my god and it was the cutest thing but I also felt really bad for both him and the photographer and I hope that everyone's nuts are okay oh my god <laughs> this reminded me of those of you who know me know that another passion of life in mine is the Simpsons and there's this moment yes. this episode yes, where is. they have an international film festival in spring field Mm -hmm. and they're like you know some really beautiful entries really moving really um (laughs) and then Hans Molman who's like the like 90 million year old old man with the glasses yeah um makes a movie and it's just entitled football in the groin and all it is is (laughs) Hans Molman (laughs) taking a football straight to the groin (laughs) and it's like Homer's favorite thing ever and like it's all I thought with this story, football in the groin, football in the groin. Oh, I could just hear God. Homer just delighting yep. and cheering and loving <laughs> every moment of it. Yep, yep. So that that happened. On a more serious note, though, he did. I can't remember if this was in an article or if it was in this Q&A that Rachel Kirkconnell had done. Because surprise, they're still together, Michelle. Or so, Oh, my God. Sorry. I can't believe I just called you Michelle Gretchen. I'm sorry. That's OK. Michelle's on my mind. I answered anything. Um, it's fine. I've been, I've been called far worse. Oh, no. But yeah, basically, um, he kind of admitted or said that, like, basically, in hindsight, he had wished that he had that he had he wished that he had stood by Rachel in after the final rose um, more than he did. And there was he was talking about how there were a lot of people talking in his ear being like, you should do this or you should do that. And. Like, and honestly, I kind of, um, no, not I kind of, I do, I believe, I don't know. I think he thought he was doing the right thing in the moment, but because obviously they've clearly worked through it and they're still together, like, I'm happy for them, you know? Me so too. like, Agreed. good of him to come out and say that, um, you know, and to just basically say that they talked things out and, you know, now they're happy as clams. So I'm thrilled for them, but I was kind of, I don't know. I was sort of happy to see that because, um, it just kind of solidified for me, like how like the the strength of their relationship. I don't know. So, yay. absolutely. Um Rachel Lindsay, oh my gosh, this book. She came out with this book of essays, pardon me, called Miss Me with That. And I haven't read it. I really want to. And the, you can basically read it in any order. You don't have to start from start to finish. Like the point of it is that you can read it in whatever order you want. But it's pretty it's pretty explosive and there's like I've read a couple passages and it's you know it's really good so 10 out of 10 I recommend going to go read this book but she also did an interview with Nick Vile and they talked about it and they talked about other things and it's a really good interview so go definitely 
encourage you to go over to the vile files and watch that interview um because it was really good so there's that on that um and now getting into like the little dramas of the that relates to this episode as it were <laughs> Lindsay w i call her sorry yeah Lindsay w i call her the jamie spears lookalike because she looks literally just like jamie spears unfortunately for her like we don't like jamie spears but Lindsay w we sure you're wonderful so we're sorry <laughs> but she <clears throat> kind of called clayton out um for the apology that he had issued to elizabeth um, which, you know, Lisa and I talked about, I, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, um, where he basically was like, if I had known, like, I would have sent Shanae home a lot earlier. To which Jamie's like, oh, but you knew. Like, we we told you. We literally told you. And you knew. Like, you still didn't send her home. So I was like, I get what you're saying. But I also... <laughs> but, like, to be fair, yep. you never... You guys never told him what exactly it was that she did to Elizabeth, right? Like, and again, it's a hard line because it's not yours to tell, it's right? Not, like, that's Elizabeth's yep. to tell. So it's kind of hard. But, like, as far as Clayton was concerned, Shanae threw a trophy. Like, that's that's what Shanae did. Yep. Like, he didn't... I don't know. And, like, sure, like, they told her about... Sorry, they told Clayton about the behavior after or like before she threw the trophy and all this stuff so like he knew some stuff but he didn't really get the full scope of what was going on and to be fair the girls didn't either because they didn't see her itms right they're only seeing them now yep so like i get where she was coming from but i'm also like "Mm." (laughs) but did he actually know the full scope or not ladies like let's be honest here i don't know nope um so i thought that was kind of like oh Nelly, but then I thought about it and was like, I don't know if I 100% agree with this. I'm kind of with uh, you. This is the tale as old as time. On The Bachelor, yeah. is that there's always drama in the house. There's always yep. one guy that the other guys don't like. There's always one girl that the other girls don't like. Yeah. There's always, this always happens. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, there's always a couple people that feel like they need to make it their, you know, it's their duty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to you know communicate this drama to the bachelor or bachelorette and, like it just it never goes well it never ends well and at the end of the yeah. day it's always kind of it's always basically hearsay I do always kind of feel for the bachelor and the bachelorette in these situations because yeah. they don't it's hard to know what motivates anyone in that yeah. situation right mm-hmm. so is the person yep, coming 100%. to complain about jealous about the intention that she's getting or are these really valid concerns and I think when you're kind of you know an island operating as the bachelor bachelorette I think it's really hard to Mm -hmm. like kind of uh, see through to the truth of of these um conflicts or you know shenanigans or whatever Exactly. And and like I, I had told Lisa this, I believe, last week. I was like, if like this is one reason why I could not be a contestant and or producer, because I would go right up to the lead and be like, I'm going to get fired for this. But it's really weighing on me. I have to tell you the truth. Can you come here and look into my camera and see what Shanae's been saying in her ideas? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Not, like I couldn't like and even as a contestant, I'd be like, I need to tell you something that's been weighing on me, but I need to do so without the cameras on because, again, like it's not my thing to tell. But like, I feel you need to know this information. But it, so it's a tricky line. I don't know. We'll get more into it when we get to that part of the. Well, and I that think this is even for me, oh, just ahead, a, real quick. I was surprised yeah. even that Clayton felt compelled to issue an apology at this point so early. Like, I think it's lovely of him. But I also am just kind of like, again, like we've all been 
deceived or manipulated or tricked yeah. by people present presenting another version of themselves and it's like right like give the guy a little slack like all he can do yeah is clayton is yeah go ahead is, Sorry, go is ahead. make decisions based no i mean i know you know where i'm going it's like all he can do is like make decisions about these relationships based on the time that he is spending with each of these In girls the moment. Exactly. Exactly. And he's just truly like the poster child for wrong place, wrong time. Like he's getting mm-hmm. all of the hate for like people's anger at like a bigger issues than him. Yep. Like so far, like listen, I'm I'm not going to stay married to the statement. For all I know, three months, 10 months down the line from now, it could be revealed that Clayton is a schmuck. OK, it could happen. <laughs> it just hasn't happened yet. It hasn't. We have no data to suggest that this is a bad guy. Right. That's, like and that's such an interesting point, too. In, I think you know, everyone like, was so unhappy with him to begin with yeah, that, like, yes. I think he's under a more intense magnifying glass than we often yes, see absolutely. the Bachelor yes. or Bachelorette under because mm-hmm. already Bachelor Nation was, like, pretty displeased with this pick to begin with. Right. And, like, and I know that this is, like, a really probably callous way to say this. So, like, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, hot take, hot take, hot take, alert, alert. Um <laughs> But, like, sometimes people, like, we don't, we're incapable of taking a step back and being like, he's just not that into me. You know, like, all these Thank girls you. who are this upset about this stuff, Thank it's like, you. yeah, maybe, maybe he's just not that into you and he's into Shanae. Like, it, as annoying as Fook as that is, trust and believe he's going to learn the lesson one way, one way or another. <laughs> like, he's going to learn the lesson, whether it's him watching it back on TV or if, God forbid, he's with her right now. Like, he'll learn. Don't you worry. Like, it will it will come to pass. I agree like, a million percent that, I think that's that. another key, like, key issue with this is that the, you're, it's hard to, like, to see, to be like, he's just not that into me. Because, like, honestly... If he had been into Elizabeth a smidgen, like even a smidgen, I don't think he was into her at all. And that's why I it was so either. easy for him to send her right. home. So even though we saw all of the like disaster that actually happened, like, so I get why he felt like he had to apologize because people are pissed. Yeah. People are mad. Like they, like, how do you not see? And it's like, well, of course he doesn't see. He's not seeing the ITMs. He's not seeing the full picture. So I'm with you on that. Yep. Ugh. It's rough. Anyway, moving on <laughs> to the next little bit of Bachelor Nation news. Marlena. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I really liked her a lot. And then the and then she OK, she basically went to TikTok and she was like, these are all of the roasts that I wrote out, but that didn't get aired. And she thought it was a good idea because like. Her roast about the herpes with Shanae was received well, even though, and I didn't think of this, Nick Vile, he pointed out, like, I'm sure the herpes community was not super thrilled about that joke. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was like, won't someone please think of the herpes feelings? Yeah. like Poor herpes. But I mean, it's still funny. Like, I, I make jokes about glitterpies all the time, aka glitter. <laughs> glitter is the herpes of arts and crafts. You can't get rid of it, right? It's just like it's always there. Um, but you know, it is there is something to be said about offending that community of people and obviously, you know, we love you guys, like wherever you are. <laughs> like, I don't know how to anyway, my point is she basically went on TikTok and did all of her jokes that weren't aired. And there was they weren't really great, but oh. one of them in particular was really rough. Um, it was about Sarah. Um, she's one of the younger ones, I believe. Wait, how old is she? I think, yeah, she's 23. 
Um, and she, and I'm just going to like rip this off like a bandaid. I'm not going to like obviously read it out word for word, but she had basically said that, well, if Clayton ends up with her, at least we know he'll get his happily ever after or no, his happy ending, which is a really horrendous stereotype against the Asian community, really in poor taste, really horrifying. And I couldn't, I was shocked when I, when I watched this TikTok, I was like, wow, (laughs) I could not believe, um, you know, and obviously not my apology to accept whatever she, you know, and she issued an apology, but sorry. My point is like she, a bunch of not really great jokes. And um, she, at one point, I know she read all of her roasts to that guest comedian. What's his name? I wrote his name down. Um, um, I don't remember. Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Like I she think apparently like he had was read... way more famous than he actually is. I was like, who is this? No, he's pretty famous. Like I recognized <laughs> him the second he came out. I was like, oh, like he's funny. I like him. He's a really good comedian. But like, you know, she had read her apparently read her roast to him at one point, like during the date. But I don't know if she read all of them to him. Like, ugh, I don't know. It, it was. Yeah, it just wasn't a good look. And she did issue an apology statement, which I'll read to you now. And I will, you know, want your thoughts on it. Um, She said, quote, I would like to say that Sarah and I have spoken about this privately as her feelings were what I was concerned about at the time. I needed a moment to gather myself to truly understand how the context of my joke could harm the Asian community. As a woman of color myself that has dealt with microaggressions pertaining, sorry, uh, sorry, pertaining to my culture, my intention was never to hurt anyone. And I see that my comment did just that. I perpetrated a dangerous stereotype. And because of that, I want to truly apologize to all that were offended and hurt by such an ignorant and cruel comment. This is not my character. This is not my heart. I've been impacted by the many individuals that have reached out and held me accountable by sharing their uh, experiences. I will learn. I will grow. And I will do better. And it's not my apology to accept. Um, But, you know, there were plenty of people on the Reddit, which is just a dangerous place to go. Like, I don't recommend. (laughs) 10 out of 10, don't recommend going there if you're in a scandal, guys, because they will take no pity on you. Um, (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people were pointing out that when she initially posted the TikTok and people were airing their concerns and about what she had said, she, a lot of her responses were like, get off of my TikTok or like she wasn't sorry, basically, at the time, you know, and it was like, if you don't like it, leave. And it's like, girl, yeah. you're really not hearing. And like, sure, you can like, ch- you know, be brought to the light, as it were, and see the error of your ways. But a lot of people are not thrilled. They don't care about her apology because they're like, well, she wasn't actually sorry initially. And yeah. she took the TikTok down, you know. So people are kind of like, you know, not really. And it makes me sad because I really liked her as a contestant, like all the way up until this point. But now I'm kind of like, mm. <laughs> and I want to believe her. And Sarah, you know, it, it appears accepted her apology. This was Sarah's statement. She said, Quote, there were many nights when we were roommates in Houston where we would stay up talking about life, including being um, women of color and our experiences as such. Marlena has a pure heart and is one of the most caring people I've ever met. We have spoken and are aware that what was said presents dangerous stereotypes for Asian women. While we can acknowledge that the joke was too far, please show Marlena Grace as I know she is truly sorry and would never intentionally cause harm. We are all just humans trying our best, committed to growing and doing better as we make mistakes. All my love. So that's what she's... I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole thing? I love that. I think both, you know, both apologies, both statements, I should say, seem... um, you know, really genuine. And, yeah. and like you said, you know, if, if Sarah's cool with it, like I know Sarah's also yeah. not a monolith either and can't speak for everyone that might be offended yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah. Marlena's joke, but 
Right. You know, it seems like they're in a good place and, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. it makes yeah, me happy exactly. to see it sort of resolved in such a grown-up, professional, kind, compassionate fashion. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You have a point. I think... Yeah, no, you're you're right. I think just it was a lot for me because I really liked her. So I was like, oh, man, you know, it was just <laughs> one of those moments where I was like, oh, Marlena, I think you can no. still like her. I think you can I still do, like I her. I do, I do. And I, no, I do. I do like her. I just, I hope that she actually genuinely, like, has the growth from this moment and, like, nothing like this happens again. And that, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think she was caught up in the fact that everyone loved her joke. And so yep. she was like, oh, well, I'm just going to give them more of this and, like, yep. didn't realize Anyway, moving on. So that's that's the basic Bachelor news. I'm sure there's more, but I... Oh, Michelle met Rihanna. Really? They took a picture. It's iconic. I love it. It's Ooh. amazing. Yeah. Although, Gretchen, did you hear that Marissa and Riley broke up? Not to, like, do I a throwback did. moment. But, I uh, did. Rough times. Rough times. But everyone I else is really, still together. <laughs> I really thought they were going to be... I thought they were, they were going to go the distance, so to speak. Um, yep. I really... R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt a lot. I just, I wah, love them wah. so much together. I just also think they're both like, not that this is that important, but I just think they're both stunningly right. attractive. And I just wanted I to like see what their DNA combined Ugh. would make. I know. <laughs> Could babies, you imagine the like the little baby would come out with like, yeah, with like guns of like. Glorious arms. Yep. He'd be like yep. 14 yep. pounds because he'd have like eight pounds of like bicep muscles already. <laughs> straight out of the womb exactly yep basically that's how that would go anyway moving on to this episode 25 minutes in it might be a long one guys we're sorry we're sorry about it listen it's a super episode it's a super super episode we're kind of catching up here it's been a while for both of us so yeah sorry not sorry it's a homecoming of sorts so the first part of this episode was serene's one-on-one how did we feel about this date? What did what did you what do you think about this date? Did you like this date? I did. <laughs> Generally yeah, speaking, of course. The day portion, I thought it was yeah. super cute. I thought I don't want to get love too far park. ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, the day yeah. the day portion was super adorable. Yeah. Um, the night portion there was a lot of like deep, heavy conversations, and I was like, oh, here we yes. go, deep, heavy conversations. <laughs> But so like that was just kind of like my like I was like this was oh like God. a wide range to go from literal yeah, teacups it was. then to like you know family death like I was just like and yep. fireflies mm-hmm. and I was like ah it was a lot it was a lot um I for me personally this is the second date of the season that would have been a date for me the first one was the Van Gogh Museum <laughs> and this one I did because I love I love an amusement park but I will say I was a little bit like I don't know what the ride is called but you sit in these chairs and it takes you into the air and spins you around like it's I thought like a that swing you had to have, on steroids it's yeah yeah but I'm like I thought you had to have multiple people on this ride for safety reasons like balance and like they were the only two people I'm like this can't be safe that There's no thought way. did not occur to me until you you are just now mentioning that and I do <laughs> actually think you're right but I did think yeah I was so honestly that was probably one of the most wonderful moments in the date to me that she was just like kind of scared and then she just was yeah. like I feel so free and I feel like I'm flying and like I love that yeah. like I got to share that with like it was really sweet and really yeah, genuine yeah. and not like a like so often, you know, it's like here, you know, like bungee jump yep. off Machu Picchu or eat a plate of crickets. And like, wow, that traumatic Ooh. experience really brought us like this was just something yeah. fun. 
that still pushed Serena yeah. a little bit out of her comfort zone and yeah. brought them closer together. And I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. I will say, however, unfortunately, she did say this one thing that I was like, oh, no, where she was like, no one's ever shut down a whole pier for me. And I was like, but girl, he didn't do that. <laughs> Production did that. He did not do that for you. Oh, that this is pretty funny. It wasn't even his idea. Like, <laughs> like, but whatever. I still love her. Oh. I was just like, oh, no, Serene, no. I just want like in like the the you know after the final rose or like the women tell all or something wherever she ends up like there's a whole line of people that had plans on the pier that night and they're just angry yeah. and they're like this wasn't Clayton this was the producers and here's all the things that we wanted to do that night and our plans got canceled because you had to overcome would, your fear yeah. of swings on steroids. Exactly. Um, and part of me thinks, because, like, they they show, obviously, like, this montage of them making out, like, in the sunset, and they're silhouetted. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is the silhouette they're using at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I wonder if that's serene. Anyway, moving on to the night portion. And again, I must... And everyone on Twitter rants about this, and I have to join the cacophony of the angel chorus <laughs> of anger. Like, this man... I don't know if he's dressing himself or people are dressing him, but like Serene comes out in this gorgeous dress, yep. like a banger of a dress. Yep. And he's wearing a sweater. He sure he's is. He's wearing a sweater. He I'm sure like, is. What is happening? I don't understand it either. He must be dressing himself. Oh, there is no Maybe. way that any and stylist, like- any anyone <laughs> is dressing this man to look like this. I might and sneeze. If that's just a, a warning on the sneeze. It's okay. That's all right. Sneeze away. Bless you. Bless you. Many <laughs> blessings. Um, I feel it. And like, here's a... Here, I feel it <laughs> in my nose. I feel it. <laughs> like, oh. and, the, and here's the thing is if he is dressing himself, I don't want to knock that because I myself live in sweaters constantly. Like my vibe is comfort overlooks every single day of the week and twice on Sundays. Like I don't want to come for him, but I'm like, but even if you're uh, going to go on a date with yes, a woman in you. a gorgeous dress and not put just on a nice shirt. This is not just a date. I'm sorry. Even if you're the bachelorette <laughs> on a nationally televised date of all First off, I'd cry. Just anxiety. <laughs> cry. I couldn't do it. And then you I would not wear a sweater. I've seen you dress up many, many times. Oh. You, you, and then really I would turn it off when you need to. I would basically put out a PSA on all my social media and be like, "Please help! I don't know how to dress myself," and just beg people <laughs> to provide me with clothes because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I think there are people okay. Col- Clayton could be consulting, and he is not consulting them, and it's frustrating to me I- because. IDK. He's, IDK. I, I do I think no in a very generic way, he, I do think he's yeah. very attractive. Like he's very tall. He's very broad. Yes. I like his curls. Yes. I like his face. Like yes. I was like, you yes. could be really, really, really like dashing on these dates. Yes. Wear your sweater yeah. during the day, Clayton. But like mm-hmm. maybe put a jacket on at least. You don't have to put a tie on. Yeah. I don't care about ties. That's fine. Put a jacket on at least. <laughs> You could I wear mean, something. You, you could wear a jacket. You could wear like a dark a weird combination. Denim. Put on some dark jeans, even. I don't care. That's fine. Just put a jacket on at least, maybe. Yeah. Just anyway. Anyway, but as you basically alluded to, the trauma dumping that I just every time this happens, like it's the norm now, and like yeah. it shouldn't be a surprise, but you know, it's what it is. I think of that gif of Kitty Foreman from that 70s show just pouring <laughs> alcohol, just like trauma dumping. Here we go. Like every single time. 
and like and I can't blame the contestants either because this is what is expected of it's you now. It's really you know it's like this is what you know. But she tells this heart wrenching story about how she had two deaths in her family that were unexpected within the past couple of years. It was her grandma and her cousin. And, like, that was really sad. And then she told this story about her cousin with fireflies and, like, this memory that they had where, like, they – I can't I can't imagine doing this, where they would, like, spread the goop of the fireflies all over themselves just to glow. And I was like, that's so innocent, but so gross. But, like, I love it. But, like, anyone uh, – like, Anyone who knows me, we're touching on a lot of things that are hot topics for me. The Simpsons. Bugs are a real um, – talk about trauma. Talk about, like, fears are, like, unrational. My response to any and all bugs is completely unrational. Eva, if you could have seen me, you know what it felt like when they showed the promos for, like, Pimple Popper or whatever on TLC, and I'm, like, so, like, that's what I felt like as she was telling the story of squishing the lightning bugs and rubbing the goo. And I was, like, that, I couldn't even get to, like, that's cute. I was so horrified by every detail of that story because bugs are such a true trigger for me (laughs) i feel you i feel you like i feel you i promise and i am not judging and i don't think serena would judge you either like it was really that was a hard one for me it's you know it's my palms are sweating profusely now just recalling this (laughs) i'm squirming i'm sweating a lot all of the sudden I might have to put my okay, head between my knees. It's okay. Let's move on. It's okay. It's okay. But so that happened. That happened. Um, here are what, like, my general thoughts about this evening portion is, like, you can tell he's actively listening to her. Like, you can tell he's, like, he's there. He's listening. But if I have to compare the body language that I'm seeing with him with her as I did with him with Rachel... Not the same, unfortunately. And Serena, Serena would have no way to know that, right? She, you know, for all intents and purposes, for what she can tell, like, he's very much invested. He's interested. He's listening. But, like, a lot of people on Twitter were making memes out of his face in this moment because they were like, when you're listening to her, but all you want to do is make out. And I'm like, maybe, possibly, I don't know. Like, you know, and I don't want to, like, put that on him, but, like, you know you can tell you can tell when someone's like in and when they're not as in I kind of got the like I think he might have even said verbatim the Matt James thank you for sharing that with me like yeah I I, I got kind of the same vibe but again I'm totally with you because now it's almost like if you don't have some like deep intense story to bring you quote unquote Mm -hmm. closer like you're not gonna you're not gonna get the one-on-one um rose so yeah. I get all of it, but um, yeah, I I kind of just didn't think that he did seem like he was listening, but I I don't know if it had the impact that I don't even want to say that she maybe thought. she had planned right because that sounds calculating, right. but right no, and I don't think she was. I don't think she was right. being calculating. She was just being honest, and like nail in the coffin for me. Like after he gives her the rose, huzzah! She gets her rose. Um, they don't get a concert. They just get basically a makeout session on a rooftop. And like she says something along the lines of like, this is probably this is the best date ever. And he's like, ever? Like question mark? Like there's a question mark at the end of I that. forgot and about I that. Like, oh, I almost spit no. my coffee out. I totally yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Like, I don't remember what it was verbatim, <laughs> but that was the vibe, and it just crushed my heart, because I was oh like, my God. no! You're so right. Like, I totally forgot about that. So, I think she's going to be there for a bit, but I don't think she's going to be there for, like, a, all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But 
I still love Serene and I would love to see her on Paradise. <gasps> Can you imagine her with Rodney or her with Brandon? Mm. Like, oh, or yes. Justin. <gasps> oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, except hold on. Brief sidebar here because I don't think Gretchen knows this, but Bachelor Live, they're bringing all of these former contestants on to be the Bachelors instead of local Bachelors. And Rodney, Justin, yeah, Gretchen's face. She's she. Her mouth is agape. My like jaw is on the ground. On the floor. I'm gonna like, need some I'm help picking remember. it up. I think. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew's gonna be part of it. I think Justin, Rodney, uh, Connor B, uh, Rick. Oh um, my God, this sounds incredible. James, like. Yeah, so they're it sounds all incredible, gonna, but like, I'm all tour all together basically. Apparently, yeah, <gasps> and they're not hosting. I believe they're contestants. I'm like, save them for paradise. Don't sick them up to the wolves. Yeah, like, that's don't true. shove them out there like pieces of meat to be <laughs> devoured by the tigers. <laughs> Come on, like be nice. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, back to the things. Yeah. So now we're at the rose ceremony that should have ended last week's episode. I really can't handle this, Gretchen. I can't handle it when episodes don't end on a me rose neither. ceremony. It really drives me. We Not we have I don't know where an I am. unspoken, I don't know where I am. unwritten contract with the producers Ugh. of this franchise. We do. We yep. demand yep. that episodes end <laughs> with the rose ceremony. It is only fair. We ask so little of this franchise. We let the producers play with us. They toy with us. They mislead us. They abuse us with terrible seasons. And we show up. And all we ask is that they honor this unwritten contract to end an episode with a rose ceremony. <sighs> Red, the color of black. <laughs> Wait, no, how does that song go? Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? Of angry fans. <laughs> angry fans. This is a- we not be subjected to this shit again. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I feel like I should have been singing that. Oh my god! Thank that you. Speech. That would have been so great. It's too bad we don't have that's post production because someone could edit that in. That'd be oh, beautiful. I, I, yes, I it's I'm not so that frustrating. On Hungry Roses, uh, we are behind the scenes, not that skilled with the, the technology. Why? Because it's me. It's me behind the scenes, guys. I don't know how to do that. So. <laughs> But yeah, but even I now, are literally you accepting feel... applications for interns. Um, yes, actually, <laughs> please write in to hungryrosespod at gmail.com. I need you. A tech intern. Any editors? Any editors out there? I would love to speak with you. Anyway, because <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I I don't know what I'm doing most of the time. Anyway, but you're doing like, it. You're doing it. I feel I'm doing the best I can, Gretchen. That's all I can do. It's good. Um, but I feel like the Bernie Sanders meme of yeah. like, once again, once again, I'm asking you to please. It's just that end. simple. It's just that simple. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, my God. Um, So we're here. And what were your thoughts? I mean, we kind of talked about it already. But what were your thoughts about Clayton pulling the winning team aside from the group date and like. What was what were your overall thoughts on that? Heavy sigh. Um, you know, I don't think there was anything else he could have done, honestly. So it's yeah. not that I have a solution for what he should have done instead. Yeah. But it just felt yeah. so like it felt so impersonal 
because it was yeah. like five or six girls, but it, it involved five or six girls. And so like, that's fair. Yeah. I get all of that. But I just was kind of like, Ugh. like it just yeah. kind of felt, you know, a little bit like, you know, okay, now <laughs> tell me what Johnny did to you. Okay, Johnny, now tell me what, what Bobby did to you. And it just felt a little childish. It just felt a little. Yeah. Because but I was glad why? that because there was no specificity <laughs> with her actual actions other than the trophy. Yeah. And I do actually I do Go like ahead, that Dad. finally because that was the moment that Clayton found out that she like, you know, yeah. kind of like threw, threw the, the trophy, trophy right? Had a fit. Which yeah. is mm-hmm. which was extremely childish, which was extremely yeah. immature, which was I, mm-hmm. I don't know what she thought she was gonna accomplish with that gesture I'm sure it was like plastic it probably like bounced when she threw it like <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't I I don't think any of the girls were that emotionally attached to that trophy like I don't think she really hurt right. them deeply by that like it just was a silly right. stupid thing to do that was right. you know um impetuous and so I I'm glad that at least they brought that to his attention um right. But then, you know, like, the sort of, like, I can't believe she did that. Oh, my. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. it's like a plastic trophy. Like, but, like, I'll, yes, I get and like, all of it. And, like, not even. Yeah. And, like, you know, there, it was so disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, can you get into the actual moments of disrespect? Yeah. Like, sure, he's here to talk to you about, like, that incident. But, like, this is your moment. This is your moment in the sun. <laughs> Sorry, it's a Gallivant reference for those of you who watch that show. Um, but this is the moment. This is the time to be like, okay. This has been weighing on me. This is the behavior specifically that she's exhibiting that's affecting all of us, right? Because that's the problem. No one is specifying to him what she's doing. They're just giving him this one instance. So, like, that kind of bugged me. But there was a meme that was made of of Clayton being like, this is what he has decided is crossing the line is throwing the trophy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's why I was like, of all things, like, this is the, like... This is the unforgivable, like, sin gesture. Like, it just was a little, like, eye-rolling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then here is where we get, I think, Shanae in true villain form. Like, honest to God, I can't remember the last time. Absolutely. And you, the encyclopedia of villainy, will be able to tell me, like, other instances. Because people keep calling, uh, comparing her to Corinne and all this stuff. But Shanae... Instead of losing her ish, because she realizes she's in a danger zone, like she feels it, she knows, she just gets real quiet. She gets real quiet. She takes it all in. She allows these girls to like say stuff to her face, whereas before she wasn't. I don't know if y'all remember that, but before she was shutting that down, she wouldn't let people talk to her this way. She was taking it in. She was listening. Like, I think at one point the Jamie Lynn Spears lookalike is like, they're digging your grave right now. Yep. And Shanae just takes it, right? And she isn't that, there, she I takes it. that was such a pivotal moment, too, because mm-hmm. I do wonder, there was something that flipped in Shanae's brain at that moment where yep. you could see that she took that advice and was like, I need to go on the defense right now, immediately. And if if Jamie Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears, had not been like you gotta think about some damage control you have to think about you have to think about how you're gonna smooth this over you have to think about how you're gonna repair things like if that hadn't happened I do wonder if there would have been a very different ending if maybe there would have been like explosive fireworks who who knows but I thought that moment was very pivotal in this episode yeah and basically Clayton goes and talks to her and pulls her aside and he kind of feeds it to her right he's like 
are you sorry for throwing the trophy? Are you sorry about that? Wink, wink, not, not. Yes, no, baby. He's like, you know, like, the answer is yes. Say you're sorry. <laughs> and you can kind of see it because her eyes get really big. And she's like, ah, yes, message received. Boop, 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 boop. And she's like, yeah, yeah, like, blah, 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 blah. And then, you guys, and this was, again, just shocking to me and just shows you that she is not really someone you can trust can trust allegedly in my opinion 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 like not fact but I feel like I have to say that to cover my own faces (laughs) but she gives this I what I can only describe as an Oscar worthy speech of an apology right she's like I just want to be closer with you guys like I'm sorry for my behavior and blah 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 and you see the looks on everyone's face and no one's buying it no one is buying what she's selling but no one's saying that no one is really saying that until after the fact so like she gives this really good speech and only Marlena and Susie air quotes accept her apology but that's because these girls aren't really reaping the negativeness from her right like they're not actually affected terribly by Shanae's actions because she's not targeting them directly yeah yep. so they those two vocalize that they accept her apology and then she runs back to Clayton and she's like I said I was sorry and they smooch and make up and everything's fine I'm like yep what yep <laughs> yeah. and then as if that couldn't be any more shocking as if that could I can't even believe I'm about to say this. She compares herself to Meryl Streep and then says, quote, give me the Oscar, give me the Emmy, give me the Golden Globe, give me the beeping rose. Like she's not and she just she says she's not remotely sorry nope. at all nope. whatsoever. And I was just like, wow. Wow. You know, oh, she tell was me, like, tell me what your thoughts are. Gimme. Tell me your thoughts. Um, my, my biggest thought is that this is, I think in terms of villainry, we have not seen such overt, Mm -hmm. um, just like such an overt lie, such overt fakeness, such overt. Um, I, I think that we see things in ITMs where they, they may give kind of like a, there's a little, a little, um, glimmer in their eyes and they wink and they all but for her to just like I mean and and I love that you noted how quiet she got because she was processing everything Mm -hmm. she was taking everything in she analyzed it like a psychopath and figured out what she needed to do to get herself out of trouble (laughs) sorry yes to be fair and not to come for any psychopaths who are listening we love you we appreciate you thank you um like I just oh thought this because historically what would have happened in that moment yes. is Shanae would have said something along the lines of <laughs> I'm not here to make friends with the girls in the house. I'm here for Clayton. Yep. I'm here. Historically, yep. that's what would have happened. And so it's very. Yes. This is a very unusual situation where it didn't explode. Um, it yep. didn't implode. And not only yep. that, Shanae made a big phony overture of an apology and Except it didn't breed as phony. Like it, didn't. it did, but it wasn't. It didn't gag me with cheese, right? right? Like it seemed genuine, and I was like, "What? Right. That's unusual." And that's why I should maybe even say again: no tea, no shade to the sociopaths who are listening. Thank you for listening. We love you and appreciate you. But like, there's a sociopathic <laughs> element to this where I'm like, "Wow, yeah. that." And again, when some of the girls were like, "Jet," like you know, accepting the apology, I. I got why they said that in that moment before her ITM. In that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, 
I was like, wow, because she got quiet and she seemed to be listening and she seemed to be internalizing. Yeah. And I thought that she was right. actually like processing and wanting to change and do better. And then yeah. for her to pivot so wildly, so, yeah. I mean, like not even 180. It was like 180, 360, I can't do math, to like 500 and blah, 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 yeah. to like 900 <laughs> giga. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was so many yeah. times around. Yeah. For her to yep. get to that ITM where, yes, first of all, how dare you drag Meryl Streep into this? How very dare you? You're not even <laughs> like, audacity. you're not even talented enough to speak her name. You Philistine, right, right. you charlatan, <laughs> you no talent jerk. Um, yeah. But yeah, that Ugh. that for me was the thing that was so different is yeah for there to be such a sincere, for her to get quiet and not combative. For her to yep. offer what seemed to be a very genuine apology, and then for all yep. to have been complete baloney, fraudulence, the whole thing, and and on that point, like I am very interested in watching the women tell all for this yep. episode for this season. Like this is going to be something else, or at least it better be. They better not dumb it down at all. But based off of this interaction alone, if she attempts to apologize again during Women Tell All, I'm going to have a really hard time believing her because I've seen the performance and I've seen her. Like you said, flip around and be like, yeah, that was all a lie. Yep. So I just, it's really, like, she kind of did herself a huge disservice here because going forward in the future, people have an actual video yep. record of her being some seemingly genuine and then admitting it was a lie. And, like, I will say Nick Vile did point out that, like, all of these horrendous moments that we're seeing from Shanae are all in ITMs. Like, they're all in ITMs. We're not seeing any of them. Well, I don't know if that's 100% true. I feel like we've seen some moments not in ITMs that aren't great either. She was pretty ugly not that I about list- Elizabeth. She was really pretty ugly yeah. to other girls about oh, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that. But, like, Elizabeth yeah, you know, is so the one with ADHD, like- right? Sorry. I just want to make sure yeah, I'm not getting correct, my correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, and but Nick Vile's point was like, we're only seeing these horrific moments in ITMs. And I'm like, it doesn't matter, like, if the producers are poking exactly. and prodding her to get these exactly. responses out of exactly. her. She still feels this way. It She's is still, this is how yes. she feels. It is the equivalent seemingly. of like, you know, we all know in these shows, sometimes there's a little more, little more alcohol than there ought to be. Oh. But at the end of the and day. And especially this season, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. But at the, <laughs> the end of the day. The drunk of it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one. No one makes you say or do anything that doesn't have a, a hint of authenticity to it. Yeah. Uh, whether it's alcohol, whether it's producers prodding, yeah. whether it's, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, exactly. Th- there is an element of Shanae in these ITMs. And I yeah. I think there's a lot of Shanae, frankly, in these ITMs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, she and me and Lisa have talked about this, has repeatedly talked about like winning this game, like winning it. I'm like, that's not what this is supposed it's to not. be about. Like talk it's about not. being here for the wrong reasons. Like, I mean, everyone's there for the wrong reasons, to be honest. But it's like <laughs> you're literally just like you're admitting that like like I have a really hard time believing that you and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she really did have a strong she felt like a certain very strong way about Clayton, but this is entirely the wrong way. I don't know. It it all of it left a really, really gross taste in my mouth and I hated every second of it. Um uh-huh. hey, you ready to uh sing me some Titanic? <laughs> Cause we're about to pour one out. <laughs> we lose Sierra, Lindsay W, and Jill. The end.
sang it, sang it. Um, yeah, yeah. All I could um, manage was an was an SOVT on this Sunday afternoon. I was like, I can't open that up. It's gonna be a hum and an NG. That's okay. That's okay. No, I feel you. I feel you. But we, yeah, we lose. And so this is why I think we get um, Genevieve in the two on one, which we'll get to, because I think because uh, Shanae had told Clayton in the past that it was Sierra and Genevieve and Gabby that were the three that were talking about her. Do you remember? Uh. And so he knew he wasn't into Sierra, so he got rid of her. Yeah. Lindsay W. Jill, the same. He had no time with either of them, so they were gone. I really, um, I did um, really he, like Sierra. I did really like Sierra. I I mean, we all did. Like, she was the A.A.Ron, yeah. you know? She yep. was the union leader. Yep. She was trying to like whatever it doesn't matter but I will but say that I love because I did I yeah. did I was confused over Genevieve being the two-on-one I was confused on her I being think the that's two why. of the two-on-one but that is a good point and that makes sense now yeah I I mean that that would be my guess that's why I, that's why I think that she was on that two-on-one because maybe Clayton thought she was part of the problem you know what I mean yep. like the animosity there but I don't know but she also had denoted Gabby as well, but Gabby got the one-on-one. And after being with Gabby, I think he decided he liked her enough that he didn't want to put her in that situation. But anyway, I digress. Woo! Shanae, basically, like, everyone is shocked. The camera pans to all the girls that Shanae is not the one being sent home. And, like, Rachel's jaw's literally on the floor. She can't believe it. No one else can either. It's like, what in God's name just happened? And Sierra's parting words, Gretchen. Shall I read them to you? Please. Brilliant. They were she says, so... Quote, such a wise woman Sierra is quote I hope you choose the right girl and choose a girl for the man you're gonna become not the man you are right now and don't be stupid she's looking him dead in the eye she's like don't be stupid don't be stupid preach Sierra preach yes talk about an Emmy worthy speech Emmy worthy speech this was the Emmy worthy moment in this episode yeah yeah don't yes absolutely absolutely um, you know, and I don't really think Clayton was listening to her. Unfortunately, I think he was like, oh, I think he was just surprised that she was making a speech because honestly, they usually don't. They're like, thank you so much for everything. I wish you the best. Yeah, I hope you find what you're I looking wish you for. The best. I really, I really wish you the best. But that was not that Sierra was not here for that. She's like, step aside. I have some wisdom to drop. <laughs> and don't be stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Nelly. And yeah, Shanae just keeps getting worse. Her ITMs, I didn't even write them all down, but she's celebrating sending more people home and saying the girls better be scared. And they have this, <laughs> she has a theme song now. I don't know if I can really sing it, but it's like, it's like this like really like stupid villain music every time. And I'm just like, oh, okay, guys, we get it. To it. Oh, we get it. I haven't noticed that yet. <laughs> and then it modulates. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, guys. But of course, I'm not singing it right. But you get the gist. And then it, a third time. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. I'm like, okay, guys. Okay. Moving on. We're finally, Clayton gets the girls all psyched up. She's like, we're finally going international. And they're like, oh. I love And this. then he's like. I love Canada. this so much. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is practically just North America, like North, but I can't. It's I was going to say, not okay. even like, not even like Quebec or like, yeah, it's like I know. literally the other Toronto. side of Niagara Falls. You can see America yep. from the other side of Niagara Falls. 
<laughs> like, it was so oh like, the girls are like, we got and, our passports updated for this, for this. I tied yeah, my robe. Like, like, it's just like so and ridiculous. Like, and, and if I'm not mistaken, like back when they were filming this, it was really hard to get in and out of Canada. I so, think you so. know, good on them, I guess, <laughs> you know, props. Props to them, I suppose. Um, But it's another one-on-one, and it's with Gabby. Woo, woo. And they get some helicopter sightseeing, which is cute. They get some mini street hockey. That is the miniest street hockey I've ever seen. Like, the miniest. It's very small. The court was, like, four by four. Like, there wasn't even room for both their bodies and the nets in this court. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, here's the thing, though. I really loved this because... Again, we just see Gabby in her glory of being so funny and quirky, and I really like her. And Col- and Clayton does too. Damn it, I almost called him Colton again. Oh my god, I do it all the time. Um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but like, you know, it was really cute seeing them together, and it was really cute seeing Clayton like genuinely laughing. Yeah, you know, agreed. and like genuinely having a good time. Like they get fried dough, but was it what was it called? Like a fried beaver tail? And Gabby elephant was like, "Please ears. tell me that's not actually elephant, elephant ears. ears." And she was like, like "Are they me. really elephant?" Are they made with real elephant? And I was like, oh, my God. It's fried dough. I was like, good thing you're pretty, Gabby, because that was not the smartest thing. She is an ICU nurse, and she thought that maybe elephant ears were actual elephant ears. (laughs) I keep forgetting about that. But, you know, and then there was this moment with the dog. I'm sure she's very smart. I don't mean to come for Gabby. No, yeah. I'm sure she's very smart. Yeah, we're not. This was super weird. Actually, worse than the elephant ears was the dog. But I'm curious. Go. I did too, but like, <laughs> you're either one way or another on this. But how you're did she end up Gabby? on her back on the ground with this dog? I mean, like, that was I the part that I was Gretchen, like, Gretchen, Gretchen, I would have, I would have got right down in there with that dog. I would have been too, like, but Ew. not maybe on my back on the ground. I feel like I'd be on my hands and knees before I would be on my back on the ground. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yes. such a strange. Like, think about yeah, how you would have gotten you. to get to that position. And I think I would have stopped <laughs> at, like, three or four steps prior to that. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but I also am the person on the ground. And I just, and I, and as the person on the ground, I'm telling you, it just happens. You just, you find yeah. yourself there and you're like, I'm here now. This is, this is. That's fair. If That's I fair. lay here. Maybe. <laughs> if I just lay here. <laughs> All right. Maybe I just need to imagine Ivana. With a dog. Yes. And then it does track yes. a little bit. But even dog, then, I just feel like you'd be on your knees. <laughs> like you'd be on your knees. Dog. Or like, I don't know. It like if on... you're on your ground, if you're on the ground on your back, then I feel like the dog needs to be like on top of you. Like that. So it's like a hug and a tumble onto my back. Oh, As, this dog. Yes. yes. As but she a was person just who owns on a very ground, large dog. On her back. It I know. was so weird. I know. <laughs> I know, but listen, as a person who owns a very large dog, my dog has knocked me over many a time when I'm trying to cuddle with them, so it happens. Maybe they did some editing that took out what would have naturally progressed to her being on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Write in and let us know, hungryrosespod at (laughs) gmail.com. This is an overlap for anyone out there. I'm sure there are many of you who are all equally obsessed with true crime. What we need is like, you know, like the chalk outline of how you get from here to here to here. And then like there had to be a second shooter. And that's how she ended up on the ground on her back. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, And yeah, it was a good day. I'm not, I wasn't sure at this time if the kissing chemistry was still fire. But then I did later, like after their dinner portion. So let's get into that. Ooh, Nelly, what a, what a, 
date this was. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, because right from the offset, his general body language, like, he's leaning in really close compared to, like, his previous date with Serene. He was more, like, back in his chair. Like, he was very much so in, I thought, he was, like, right there with Gabby. He was very interested in Gabby. And, like, he's asking her questions, which I don't think I've really seen. Mm-mm. Like, like continuing questions back and forth, which was really good. And, yeah, this conversation, I feel, is going to be super relatable to a lot of people. Um, I, You know, and I'm just going to say this. is I always say this. I'm really never a fan of people, like, throwing their family under the bus. But I don't exactly feel like that's what happened here. It was just Gabby being honest about her relationship with her mom. Um I don't even know how to describe this. Con- like, why? I'll let you describe it. You describe it. I no, I mean, yeah, I don't have much to say except um, I-, I think this was a nice break from. It was a real conversation. It was about a real life situation that wasn't like, you know, gumdrops and rainbows. But it also yeah. wasn't like, let me give you all of my trauma and all of the things. Right. That- like, I just thought it was like, you know, sometimes relationships with our parents can be complicated. And I think so yep. often, I can't imagine what it must be like to be on the show where most oh. of the time, you know, if you get to like a hometown date, most of the time, yeah. you know, it's like families, everything. And I love my family so much and bleep, blah, bleep. Yeah. And so if you have a family situation that's a little bit... um you know, less fairy tale or less, you know, yep. um, expected traditional, whatever. I think right. that can be a real right. challenge on the show. And I, I liked that she was just yeah. honest about where she was at. And I think there were a yeah. couple tears, right? But nothing like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like she couldn't. She wasn't like, in, but sobbing. It wasn't like sobbing. Right. Yeah, it was just like they were just coming out of her because, you know, it's you know, basically saying that her mom. I don't even know how to describe this, that her mom sort of like would withhold her love. Like, in the beginning, it wasn't like that, and then it sort of turned into that, and now they're not close, basically, yeah. if I'm spark-noting it. I think that was you know, the gist he I asks, got, too. Yeah, and he asks her, like, do you think there's any, you know, po- possibility of a reconciliation there? And then she, like, the tears keep coming, like, you know, because you can tell she wants that, but it's just not really in the cards right now. Like, it was very... It was a good conversation and it was rough, but it was good nonetheless. Like I wasn't sitting there like Kitty Foreman pouring a bottle, you know, right, I was right, like exactly. actively listening and being like, oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, And he gives her a rose, no surprise. And they get a make out in the pool. Huzzah. Tally ho. Love that for Ta-da. them. Um, yeah. So huzzah, huzzah. And then we get to this group date. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I tell you that this was probably I hate I hate things like this. I hate I hate it. I if I had been on this date, I would have like here. Let me just briefly talk about this. The end credit scene was them being basically all attacked by bees while they were playing Night on Bald Mountain. They do. Like they the were, producers you know, do really like, like that song. They're like, yeah. we know one classical song and we are going <laughs> to. This is it. You know what, though? I wish this was such a missed opportunity. I'm so glad you reminded me of that because I forgot that that was playing. And I was like, producers. Do you know what other classical song everybody knows? Flight of the Bumblebee. Like, why didn't they use that? Like, like, I mean, it's like, it would have been so perfect. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they were going for like the escalation factor where it was just like one bee and then it was like 50 million bees. And it was like, like, had I been on this date, Gretchen, I'm not even going to lie to you. I would have physically made sure I got stung by a bee so I didn't have to be on this group date because I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Like, I... 
I will watch a roast, but I cannot be the one roasting or participating. Uh-huh. Like, it's just too, my anxiety is too high for that. I can't handle it. So well, that was. And my God, like the girls did Ooh. not hold back. Like with Clayton, nope. especially, I was like, mm, whoa, nope. y'all are coming for him. Like, mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I'm kind of it's with you. It's a roast, you. guys. It's a roast. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. And it's Russell Peters, and he was the only one whose jokes I liked. I didn't like anybody else. <laughs> Except for Marlena's joke about herpes. I didn't think that was funny with Sinead, but we'll get to it. But like, it was, it was, yeah, it was all ridiculously way too cringy for me. Um, and, like, they, and, like, I can't even remember who it was. Was it Sarah, maybe, who was calling Mara a cougar and desperate and being I like, just get so. out, you desperate yeah. person? And I was like, she's 32. Can we stop making cougar jokes about, like, she's not even, like, 50. Like, she's not a cougar. She's 32. Like, yep. I'm sorry that all of you guys are early 20s. She is not a cougar. Get out of here with that. Sorry. Go on. It was Go on. No, it was, say. you know, I was just like, the obvious lowest hanging fruit is shenanigans. Like, just, like, stick yep. with that. Like, that would have been the safest. Like, you're not poking at Clayton. You're not poking at yep. some other girls who are there on the date. Like, but, like, yeah, easy target. Nobody likes her. Plenty of jokes to be made there. Like, I, yeah. I was surprised I mean, no. that... <laughs> No, go ahead. 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 You you first. I was going to say, I was surprised how they, um, yeah, some of them just got mean. And that is like the trick with the roast is like, it's a fine, fine line between like making a joke and being a jerk. And I I think a few of them, the age ones, maybe, maybe because I'm 41 and I used to be an ingenue. Like the age ones, I was like, my God. I was like, I might as well, like, go jump you off a building. You are gorgeous. Gretchen, you're beautiful. I'm going to post a picture of you on the on the gram just so that the world can appreciate. You are a fine woman, okay? Oh. You're like a fine wine, okay? I should be you, apparently, like, planning like butter. You're fantastic. I should be, like, planning my retirement. I should be, like, <laughs> no. buying my, like, funeral plot. I should be doing <laughs> things yeah it was this was this was tough tough and especially to um to hear Clayton keep I mean Clayton seemed to love it he kept saying like what a great date this was so much fun do you think he was like he's just a good sport yeah so I've I've talked to Lisa about this before you know how when guys are like stressed out or tense they kind of clench their jaw Clayton doesn't do that instead he like and I'm again, I'm not trying to come for this man's appearance. He's very attractive. Okay. <laughs> but he's homeboy's got an underbite, an underbite. to the gods. It's and there. and when he gets stressed out, his underbite just juts out. It's just yeah. like boom. <laughs> like he just That's like That's such a good observation, actually. You're in. so right. You're so and, right. And so I could I in my opinion, I thought he was kind of like he probably was saying that it was all fun and games, but I think and like not to mention, like, since the filming of this, like he's just been getting an onslaught of roasting on the daily. And so like you know, he. I don't think he actually enjoyed it, but that's just my personal opinion. My opinion. My opinion. I don't think he no, was having that's kind as of good what a time. I, thought. I think. Yeah. No, it's good to get that yeah. insight because he kept he kept saying it so much that I was like, "Are you trying to convince yourself here, Clayton?" Like it just was like. But then I was like, maybe he really did enjoy that, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just the bees I alone. I, did enjoy- I would not have enjoyed it. I have to tell you, I really enjoyed, though, Russell. Did I say his name was Russell Peters? Yeah, Russell Peters. Um, when he came for Jesse Palmer and was like, <laughs> said something along the lines of how he um, he did find love, but not with the woman he found on the show. Like, he, like, outright 
was so funny. I was like, ah! Oh, like, Russell man. Peters' jokes were fantastic, but everyone else's, I was like, Bleh. And also, why in the heck did they invite outsiders to this I roast? Like, know. they don't care about any of this. Know. Like, what? That was so weird nope. to me. I was like, hello, what? Rona, I did anyone? love, wasn't like, there a what? moment... Wasn't there a moment too? I think they came to see Russell Peters because wasn't there a moment they as they all I, left that Russell Peters was like, "Thank God they're gone." Now no. that they're all gone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, that's how they convinced all these people to come watch this terrible, terrible yeah, like." Roast. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. So that happened, and then we get to the nighttime portion, and you know we get a couple of like highlights. Susie, for example. I liked this. Super she cute. gave him like a what Soup's I like about you speech. Cute. I was like very smart. Very, very smart. well played. It seemed very yes. genuine. And yes, especially considering absolutely. how some of the girls really did come for him. I thought it was very smart, very sweet, yes. and very genuine. Yes. And I, I actually thought that was yeah. really cute. And I was like, poor Clayton. He probably really needed that moment. Like, well, well, you did you see his he actively like unclenches himself he relaxes he spreads out i felt like yeah his butt's on the couch yes and he's like okay yeah i'll take some up and i was like oh buddy yeah so i really i really liked seeing that we did see some one-on-one time with him and marlena which i was interested to see because like they're very similar like sports wise you know Mm. like they have all these commonalities but we've never really seen them together so we did hear and it was cute but again, it was clear to me that he just was not as into her as he's into other people. So when she was upset that she doesn't get the group date rose, I was not surprised because I was like, yeah, he's just not that into you. I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anyway. And then we get Rachel, which is just, again, more of the same insane physical chemistry. Just nuts. I was like, wow. Yep. Like, he is really into her. And then Hunter, he's sitting with her, no physical chemistry whatsoever. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry, R.I.P. Hunter, uh-huh. who I uh-huh. love because she was the one that came out during the, like, group therapy. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> talking about how her boyfriend was trying to make her be someone she wasn't, oh, like, making God, her go to the right. gym and all this stuff? You know, so, like, oh, I really right. do like Hunter, but, and unfortunately, I think him and Hun- him and Hunter just have not had the time to really mm-hmm. formulate anything substantial, so R.I.P. But then... <laughs> this was so weird. But then this was so Eliza, weird. I mean, whatever, they're in Canada, they do maple syrup shots, and I'm I was know, like, but Bleh. I mean, what? Right. I'm like, that's gotta be really <laughs> sweet. Like... And also, I'm sorry, is there that much difference between different maple syrup? Like, maple syrup is maple syrup, right? It's not like, ooh, I can really taste the notes of cocoa in this one. And I can taste, ooh, this one was definitely aged in a a wood barrel. And, like, it's not... That was I don't know. I listen, if you're from Canada, please write in. Let us know. Hunger. Let us know. Is this a thing you do? I feel like the answer is no, but who knows? We don't. We don't know. I don't know their life. I, bleh, I have no idea. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. And then we get Sarah and listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Sarah, I'm not trying to come for you. Okay, you seem like a lovely individual. You seem kind and courteous and and lovely. <laughs> However. <laughs> But here's the thing, I can't even get that upset about this because I do this all the time. Like I like my brain moves too fast and I mix wor- two words together. I don't even know how to say this. She said comfortability. Is that what she yeah, said? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think you got Comfortabil- it. I can't even spell it. I was like, oh God. It needs to be like comfortability. Comf- comfortability. Comfortability. But it was comfortability. It was something, it was not correct. Yikes. However she said it, I was like, oh God. But we love you all the same. And clearly uh, Clayton does too, because he then proceeds to take her into an alley where they just make out. Yeah, that was hot. 
they just make out against a wall. He likes to throw say, people up against a wall. Anytime the bachelor yep. throws a bachelor contestant against the wall and they make against out, the I'm yep. like, that's hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're for it. Yep, 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 yep. And at the end of it, y'all, Rose goes to Rachel, <laughs> which was shocking to everyone, like especially Marlena and Sarah. I think they thought they were contenders and maybe they were, but it went to Rachel. Why? Because pew, pew, pew. I think she's winning at the end of this, but that's just my conspiracy speculation. Oh. And we'll get to yours. We'll get to yours. I want to hear your thoughts, especially if we go over all the promos. I don't have any opinions yet, but, but yeah, the, <gasps> the chemistry, I, I'm just worried that it's all lust right now between Clayton and Rachel. Yeah. That's my only, that's my thought that's right now. That's fair. That is, that is a fair statement. Okay, moving on to the two-on-one. Ugh. Okay. So basically, as we have said earlier, it's a two-on-one between Shanae and Genevieve and Nick Vile pointed out that like Genevieve's clearly a fan of the show because she knows that it's a two in one instantly and she knows <laughs> that did. it's bad news. Yeah. I instantly. knew I, I noticed like, that too. <laughs> Cause they read this out like during or sorry, they figure it out because they read out the names for the group date and Shanae and Genevieve aren't on it, and Genevieve just goes like under her breath, but they still caught it. She goes, It's a two on one. Like she just like whispers it to herself. Her eyes are like huge. She can't believe it. Ugh. And like all leading up to the two-on-one, they're trying to, like, dissect the meeting of everything. Yeah. Like, and, Ga- and Gabby's with them. She's like, you're definitely going to Niagara Falls. Like, you know, they're trying to... And Shanae's like, maybe it won't be that bad. But again, this is her being fake and phony and trying to, like, lull yep. Genevieve into a false sense of security. Yep. And Genevieve's like, no, this is bad. This is going to be bad for both of us. <laughs> yep. Oh. And it's just, again, a shiza ton of Shanae trash-talking Genevieve. Gross. Saying she's going to push her into the falls. I hope you can swim. Like, all of her ITMs. Like, she's saying how she's been practicing what she wants to say to Clayton over and over again. So ridiculous. Just to, like, you know, like, just plans of her manipulation. Like, she's literally planning the manipulation to get Genevieve out. She calls her a chihuahua at some point. I'm like, Shanae! It's not. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? To make you, like, visualize things this way as, like, I hate it. I hate every single second of it. Me too. I did love, I did love, though, how they gave <laughs> Shanae the black rain jacket and Genevieve the white one. Me too. <laughs> it's so on the nose, but it just fits <sighs> yeah. the, the franchise that cuts to bees pollinating yep. flowers. And, yep. you know, yep. like, it just, it's so on brand. It made me so happy. Yep. I thought it would. That's why I wrote it in there. I was like, Gen- I was like, Gretchen would approve of this. Like, Gretchen, I feel like this is right up Gretchen's alley. Oh my right gosh! Here. And that's where the episode ends. We don't even get the and like, of course, at this moment, like, I was like, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. They're gonna. I hate these people. I hate. I love you, but I hate you. Like, why yep. you gotta do this to me? Because they've broken it. our social contract so many times. Uh, but of course, of course, they're gonna it. stop here. I hate it, Joanna. I hate it. Sorry, it's a Sweeney Todd reference for those of you who don't know. I feel so bad for our listeners because, like, I just sing all the time, and I'm like, do they even know what I'm singing? Do they have any idea? Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter. No, I know. It's it's. I hope the message comes across, regardless. Anyway, now let's talk about the promos that have henceforth come from all of this. So we get the basically two kinds of promos we get the one for next week and like the overall one and the one for next week is as follows okay 
Um, hold on. Okay, so we get a voiceover of someone saying Shanae is able to manipulate the situation to get what she wants. And I'm like, yes. Well, like conveniently flashing to a shot of Shanae's <laughs> eyes just being really big and villainous. And I was like, okay. Okay, producers, we see you. Um, we have Shanae telling Clayton that Genevieve was ready to pack her night her bag the night before and leave. Like, like Genevieve just wanted to leave. And I was like, yeah, I don't blame her for saying stuff like that in the house. She's stressed out. She knows that two-on-ones are bad. Like, yep. ugh, whatever. And to go with and Shanae, then, like, that's the other thing, too. So, I'll, yeah. yes, if you're familiar with ugh. the franchise, you already know the two-on-ones are awkward af even when you're yep. not with like one of the most super villains of all time but like so it's yep. already awkward af it's never a yep. good no one ever wants to be on the two-on-one i don't think even nope. the bachelor or the bachelorette want to be on the two-on-ones Mm-mm. so like if you're familiar with the show you understand the gravity of the situation and then on top yep. of it to know that you're going to be stuck in the situation with shanae like i would have been tempted yep. to pack my bags too like Yep. I don't blame yep. her. So Gre- Genevieve, we feel you. Yes. Genevieve, we feel we you. Feel. We hear you. We validate you. You are not the crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> you are right to feel the way you feel. We are here supporting oh, you, my God. Genevieve. We feel <laughs> you. I just wanted to give her a hug, honestly. That's You're a very good that. voice today, even. I really like it. Oh, I thank really you. appreciate I, it. I do what I can. I do what I can. Thank you, thank you so much, Gretchen. Thank you. <laughs> um, then we have Clayton saying that one of these women is lying to his face, which, again, prompts me to believe Shanae is telling Clayton some trash that's not real, making ish up, as she is wont to do. Almost um, certainly. Almost definitely. That almost is certainly. We have... Genevieve apologizing for being distant to Clayton, but like, of course she is because she's stressed out of her mind as we've gone over many a time. And then something that just brought this just shook me. I didn't understand where this came from. And it has to come from Shanae. Like, it just has to. But we have Genevieve, Clayton, and Shanae sitting on a bench. And Clayton's, or sorry, and Shanae's just looking on all innocent. And Clayton asks Genevieve if she's an actor. Like, where is this coming from? And Genevieve is properly shocked. She's like, what? uh, What? You know, because she doesn't know how to process that. And to be honest, it kind of reminds me of that random promo from Michelle's season where Clayton was saying to someone, you're an actor and you came on a reality TV show. I'm like, I can't with this. Like, they better give us an answer. That's all I have to say. I'm like, you better not leave us with that stupidness. Um, Shanae saying that she. Oh, God. Ew. Shanae saying getting this rose is going to feel better than sex. I'm like, girl, what? What? Shanae, I think that means you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then Clayton walking away and like, who knows how this ends. So like, I honestly, I hope that it's that he sent. Okay, because mm, in another promo, we have Clayton saying that, like, he feels like he made a mistake. So part of me wonders, like, is he going to send Genevieve away and then keep Shanae, but then something's going to happen and he's going to realize Shanae's the worst and send her home and then try and go after Genevieve? Because there was a promo a while ago of Genevieve, like, running to a hotel door and being like, leave me alone and, like, slamming the door on someone that oh, looked like Clayton. I but I don't that. know if it was him. Ooh. Yeah. So, like, I... I don't know, but I I have a feeling that perchance Genevieve is not going to be the one that stays. And it's upsetting. Like, I just feel it coming. I'm like, get Shanae out of here. Like, it's really the only only hope. The only hope I'm clinging to is that we do know we do know the producers love a good fake out. So I'm just kind of hoping that some of this is is being spun as a fake out. 
And, you know, when he says yeah. things like, you know, I feel like someone's lying to my face, that maybe, maybe, just maybe, perhaps, possibly, he's yeah. talking about shenanigans. Yeah. I hope so. Because honest to gosh, I can't take much more of Me neither. Me neither. And then in the overall promo, it's a lot of what we've already seen before, but they are really making it look like Gabby is the one that's going to throw Clayton for some kind of a loop of a bombshell of some kind. It does look that way. Um, like Susie, Sarah, and Rachel, Teddy, and Gabby, and Serene seem heavily featured. Um, but I don't know. Like out of those one, two, three, four, six people, I feel like the people who are actually going to make it through to four are Rachel, Susie, Sarah, and Gabby. Like I feel like those. I don't think Teddy and Serene are really going to make it that long. Um, but but back to the Gabby stuff. We. Clayton says, quote, why would you just turn around after I told you I'm in love with you and drop a bombshell? But and it looks like he's saying this to Gabby, but it's not certain. Right. It's a lot. It's like this outdoor confrontational Mm -hmm. conversation. But like, who knows because of editing? Right. Like we see Gabby walking outside. We see Clayton in an environment that looks similar to the same outside. Mm -hmm. But who knows if it is. Right. We see like uh, not a silhouette, but it's like the side of her face. But her hair is covering her face. But she's, it looks like she's wearing the same jacket that Gabby's wearing when she walks outside. So I think it's Gabby. I think it might be but too. Like, but it could be Genevieve. I don't know. Like they're faking us out. It's really, ugh, I hate it. Um, I just, I just said with stars next to it in capital letters, throws hands in the air. Cause I really just, ah, I just can't. It's too much. And I then do we have love the time oh, yeah. and energy and effort you put into like really <laughs> analyzing the promos. I benefit from it greatly because Ugh. I don't have the patience to examine them at the level that you do, but I'm grateful yeah. and um, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you so much, but also I feel like I'm wrong 99.9% <laughs> of the time. So it's like I'm doing all this work for no reason, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so then we get Clayton saying, quote, this is exactly what I was afraid of. She beeped it up for everybody, and that's the last person I expected to do it. Quote, I've given you everything. And it, again, it looks like he's looking at Gabby. Don't beep with me. Are you just or did you just play me this entire time? Followed up by Clayton pulling a Katie Thurston and booking it with a producer following him being like, I'm out of here. I can't. And then, of course, it ends with him saying I'm broken. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I feel him. I think he is going to be pretty broken by whatever happens. Like, he looks genuinely upset. So, yep. yikes. 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 <sighs> and last but not least, I did see a couple of mini promos with Mara and Sarah. Or Mara. I think she goes by Mara. But I always say Mara when I see the spelling <laughs> of her name. But um, where... Mara is coming for Sarah kind of and being like I don't think she's ready for marriage because she's too young and like there's a part of this promo where we see Sarah in this outfit that I have seen her in in one of these overall promos but like full-on sobbing like (laughs) like her face is all contorted and she's sobbing and when I saw this promo and I believe someone else pointed it out I can't remember which Instagram account it was but it was not me that initially came up with this idea just full disclosure they (laughs) compared the two images I was like oh yeah oh my gosh so I think in this next episode we may see see some of that of Sarah like full-on breaking down but I don't think it's a result of the final rose ceremony or the rose ceremony with the I slept with everyone business I don't yeah. know so there's just a lot going on guys it's a lot and I whoo but I'm here for it like <laughs> even though this season is completely bananas I'm not like begrudgingly watching I'm like I'm ready like this is my Super Bowl I'm like who's gonna come out on top 
I love that. Actually, and I have to say, like, I, yeah. I still stand by my comments that this is not maybe the most spectacular season that we've seen in the franchise. Yeah. But your enthusiasm yep. is contagious, Ivana. And just talking about yes. it with you for uh, an hour and 23 minutes. And Um, has kind of sparked a new um, the embers were dying and you just put a little kindling there and the bachelor fire is burning in my soul once more that's the goal listen that's why we're here at Hungry Roses is to just get people excited about the stupidest TV ever created like you know it's either this or joe millionaire or love is blind season two like i'm here for all of it (laughs) but so do you have a final four if you had to gun to your head pick like who would you pick right now in final four rachel definitely there is definitely something there so yeah whether it's something that's gonna last long term or not um i do not Uh, know no one can say no one can say um no one can say i i want to say gabby but i'm nervous now because i'm worried that there's going to be some bleep blop bloop that like something yeah something comes up because otherwise i would say gabby um yeah, they're all you know, and this is my other issue with this with the with this particular season. They're all yeah. the blondes. I'm so sorry to all the blondes of the I world. Know. They're so generic. They're so I'm so know. confused. I hear you. I'm like, wait, which one were I you? Which one were you? Um so I, I think I just have to stick I those are the only two right now that okay. I feel like have kind of made I will say I think Susie's going to be there just based off of this last promo because she was very heavily featured. Like she was very heavily featured. So for me, I think it's Susie, Rachel. um, God, who did I say before? I'm sorry. (laughs) Susie, Sarah, Rachel for sure. And then I think Gabby, depending on what's going on with Gabby, I think Gabby could be up there as well. That's where my final four is at. Who got the... But I also... Who got the first impression, yeah. Rose? I literally do not even remember. Teddy did. Teddy, Teddy did. did, but you wouldn't know it because she hasn't really been getting yeah. a ton of screen time. I mean, she is going to get one of these international one-on-ones because we saw we keep seeing promos of that where I think they're in Croatia, which I can't even talk about because I love that place so much and I'm so, <laughs> so freaking jealous. And I have so much to say when we get to that part of this whole... It could be next week. I don't know. <gasps> I'm excited. But my point is... Um, and I believe Nick Vile pointed this out. So again, I'm not trying to like steal ideas, ideas here. Um, he has noted that it is pretty notorious that first impression roses given in The Bachelor don't really carry as much weight as they do in Bachelorette, like yeah, historically that's speaking. That's a good so point. even though he was really into Teddy in the beginning, I unfortunately think that he has uh, he has other relationships that have eclipsed that one. So I don't think she's going to make it super, super far. Um, but y'all, that's it. That's the episode. We did it. <laughs> Woo-hoo! And it was such a fun time, Gretchen. I love talking about this these episodes with you. And I can't wait for Bachelor in Paradise so that we can just get into that mess again. Because I have missed it. Me I too. Me too. Ooh, but anyway, y'all know what I'm going to say. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Um, follow us on the Instagram, Hungry Roses Pod. That's where I put all of the tweets that people post on the night of the episode that we cover. Um, send us an email, hungryrosespod at gmail.com. If you have any comments you'd like to make on the season, if you have requests for bonus content, we'd love, love, love to hear from you. Um, give us the five-star reviews wherever you listen. We're on Apple, Spotify, like literally everywhere. Castbox, iHeart Music, Amazon Prime, like we're everywhere. Wherever you listen, 
Stitcher. Like, just give us the reviews. <laughs> give us the five stars. It really, really does help. Tell your friends because we're we're trying to grow our little fam here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, y'all, till next time, stay hungry. And stay clear of Matt James if he's on a golf course. <laughs> Hide your nuts. I had to do it. I had to go for the lowest hanging fruit. I know. Oh, God. <laughs>